Good morning. This is State of the Arts NYC, and this is your host, Savannah Bailey-McLean. We are so happy because today we are at our brand new studios at Brick Media in downtown Brooklyn. And we have with us a wonderful, wonderful guest who will talk to us about his artistic practice. This is Chow Chung-Fei. Hello, everyone. And we are so happy to have him because in addition to his exhibition, which is just opened at the Eli Klein Gallery in the West Village, the exhibition is also a part of ACAO, the Asian Contemporary Art Week. So thank you so much, Chow, for joining us. It's my pleasure. Great. So for the benefit of our audience, let me just give you a little bit of background information about Chow. He was born in 1980 in the city of Hong Kong. He is a visual artist, also an interdisciplinarian, where he mixes up uh, painting, photography, and on occasion, performance art. He teaches painting, And he's also a political activist. So I just want to kick off our conversation with Chow to talk about his current exhibition at the Eli Klein Gallery. So why don't you start us off, Chow, by telling us about your exhibition? Uh, I was on the program. Uh, It's a residence program. So I was uh, uh, in New York uh, since uh, June, so okay. I, ha- I have I have been in New York for three months already. All right. So um, in this show, uh, there are now uh, nineteen painting hanging on the wall. Okay. And um, most of the painting I made it here. So for the whole summer, I um, I was staying in the studio, which. It's the gallery, actually. Okay. <laughs> and um, uh, most of the painting, I finished it here. And wow. uh, it, they are some images from movies. Okay. So I captured some still and capt- uh, caption okay. uh, the, the subtitle from different kinds of movie. I try to have um, Hollywood movie. Okay. And uh, some Hong Kong local movie. And I and also I also try to have movie from different ages, mm-hmm. and um, as you can see from the show, uh, there will be images and uh, subtitles from this movie, but uh, I transform it into paint. Okay. And um, I try to have different meanings rather than just the caption or the capture from the movie, even though I didn't change. The wording, because if I change the wording, I think it's too easy to create my own meanings. Mm-hmm. But um, when the wording, the caption is um, out of the context, which uh, you don't, some of the movie you may know, but I bet audience from here they may not know my hometown's movie. Right. Uh, but then when they see the wording and still, they will have different layers of interpretation so that was my intention okay um and i and i did go to the opening and i saw several of the paintings all of the paintings in fact so yes you're right you had a lot of iconic american film scenes uh the godfather uh forrest gump 
Um, you even had the film with Natalie Portman with The Cleaner. And so, yes, there were a lot of those um, iconic films that many of us could recognize. But what I also thought was interesting was some of the phrases, those captions that you had at the bottom of each of these paintings. And to me, they were almost philosophic. They weren't just from the film themselves. You were trying to convey these various messages with these mixtures of American and Hong Kong films. And what were you hoping that people would walk away from when they saw these combinations of paintings and philosophic captions. Yeah, what I was concerned is about the interpretation mm-hmm. uh, on my work, of, of course, but also on different artwork. Okay. Uh, like um, everyone knows The Last Supper. Yes. But uh, I would say we would not be able to use the traditional mind to read The Last Supper anymore. Mm. Well, we know many different stories, like um, if you saw the movie uh, Da Vinci Code, mm-hmm. then when you go back to The Last Supper, then maybe you will say that the young guy next to Jesus is mm-hmm. not a guy. It, it, it it's is a, a possibility. It's a woman. Yes. But, um, of course, maybe the church is, will be upset by this right. kind of interpretation. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say it is impossible to keep your mind uh, clear or uh, pure mm-hmm. to have that traditional interpretation even for this kind of masterpieces. Mm. So I would say uh, I try to have a very open uh, dialogue on my own work. Okay. Mm. So um, let me t- take some of the painting that um, is show- showing in the gallery for, uh, as, a, as an example. Mm-hmm. That uh, I have two paintings about paintings. Yes, that, I saw uh, those. Um, there were paintings inside the steel, or I mean, the uh, there are actual paintings in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, one is Mr. Bean. That uh, if you remember that uh, there is a film about Mr. Bean being mm-hmm. invited to uh, a museum in the state okay. to present about a painting uh, we all called it uh, w- the Whistler's Mother. Yes, and uh, of course Mr. Bean made a mess, but uh, <laughs> what he trying to he what he was trying to say is that. It is not just a painting, but uh, it's more than a painting. So I have this subtitle. Mm-hmm. It is not just a painting with the face of Mr. Bean looking at the visitor's mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see in my painting, there's a painting, and the painting is <coughs> the actual real uh, work from the real world. But uh, it was uh, a fake one in the movie. Okay. So uh, you may have different uh, interpretation if you know the movie or if you di- uh, don't even watch it before. And um, next to it, I have another work, which is also a painting, uh, uh, inside a painting. Uh, it was from the movie Pollock. Uh, it's about uh, abstract expressionist painter of course okay. you know, everyone knows is uh, uh, Jackson Pollock mm-hmm. and uh, when Pollock started his uh, uh, new painting about uh, the abstract uh, expressionist um, images 
uh, everyone said that it is not painting. Uh, it, right. it, it is not considered to be a painting. Because of his style. So I also have this uh, subtitle, it is not painting uh, on this uh, uh, image. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it is in line from the movie, but at the same time, I make, I'm making joke on my own works. Okay. All right. All right. So basically, what you're trying to do is that you're trying to get viewers to kind of take a step back mm-hmm. and look at these iconic still images, but then open their minds to other different types of possibilities. So that's your, your main goal. And with that said, I'm, I, I want to delve into the fact that over your artistic practice, that's one of the things that you have been pushing for um, throughout your career. Um, let's talk a little bit about that in Hong Kong. You're uh, in Hong Kong, and Hong Kong um, was taken over by China in 1997. And so now the the life in China and and Hong Kong is merging and there's a concern about you know artists sharing different types of views and opinions so sometimes when artists are working on different art it's not so much this literal translation but the subtext and getting people to understand the layers of other messages that are being conveyed. So tell us a little bit about that, because I know we talked a little bit before the show about how you were working just to help other artists gain access to old factories that are no longer in use, but wish to be used as working spaces and studios, correct? Yes. Um, Well, like what I have done on my work, that mm-hmm. I try to have different layers of mm-hmm. meanings uh, behind the um, surface. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is one of the reaction as uh, an artist who is uh, under pressure. Okay. That um, I didn't understand before because I thought I w- we were in a quite liberal environment before. Right. But now I can... Um, where I can, uh, I would say I am trying to express something that I cannot uh, tell directly. Right. So that's why I am trying to hide some of the meaning be- behind the surface. And um, I was a bit involved in uh, politics. Okay. Uh, that was because um, of the uh, studio I'm using. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very beginning, I was just trying to negotiate with the Hong Kong government about the uh, factory uh, factory land use that, uh, you know, at like many cities also in uh, New York, that um, many artists use the factory space right. as their studio. But at the same time, uh, in Hong Kong, we are considered to be illegal. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I would say they cons- uh, they will say uh, we are regula- uh, violating the uh, regulation. But um, I would say uh, if we are uh, violating the regulation, either we are doing something wrong or there is some mistake on the regulation. So um, I, I spent more than 10 years uh, for this kind of dialogue with the government and um, we are trying to change the regulation as long as we are doing well and we are doing something good for the community too. Mm-hmm. 
But um, I was more involved because um, uh, I find that it is not about um, the, uh, what we did in the factory, but uh, it's more about uh, the absence of the cultural voice right. in the discussion. Uh, no matter it's about the factory use or uh, d- different kinds of policy making on art or even on the uh, in general public. And um, the absence of the cultural voice was made because of the um, um, uh, uh, legislative council, I would okay. say. Uh, and, and just to, to mm. you know, interrupt briefly, this is like an issue that is happening all over the world where artists are trying to convey that they're cultural workers and they deserve certain you know, rights so that they can engage in their profession. So I find this quite fascinating how this is such an international issue. Yes, I think it happens in every city, in every country. But of course, the law or the uh, political background is different in different places. So I'm. Uh, f- I was facing my uh, own experience, my, right. my my difficulties in my hometown. Wow. So, were you able to at least, in your efforts to negotiate um, within the Chinese um, bureaucracy, to convey that you know artists need spaces that they need um, to come together and share what, you know, their needs just might be outside of just the factory so that they can engage, so that they can contribute, so that they can be a part of the society? Um, that was a sad story, I would say. Um, as a painter, uh, as a painter, I, we are still fine because we close our door and then we made our own painting inside the studio. Mm-hmm. But you know, there are many different kinds of artists. Right. They are performers. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, when they ha- were having their performance in the space, then it attract many audience. Ah. So there, there were stories that um, uh, the police and the firemen tried to be, uh, check the space while they were performance in the factory, mm. and uh, they could be uh, uh, captured. Wow. So um, at the end of the day, I ran an election in the Legislative Council mm-hmm. uh, because of this issue, mm-hmm. uh, because I think uh, even though we have so-called uh, representative in the council, but the voice was uh, absent. Mm-hmm. So uh, I spent the whole year uh, running an election to raise this question in the public. Wow. So the Chinese government is still very sensitive to the works by Chinese artists. Um, do they really have such a need to be afraid? Because it sounds like they might be more, um, you know, they're, they're concerned, but there might not be as much concern you know, with mm. what you're trying to do? Because it seems as though some of the artists are just, they just want to do their thing. They just want to 
paint or they want to do photography. They're not trying to to say anything more than that. So is there that real concern that the government should have, or is it just imagined? Well, I would raise two points. One is um, culture is always a very important agenda for communists, no matter it's China or the former Russian government. Um, th- this is the first uh, point. The other one is um, uh, all this um, uh, so-called undercover police mm-hmm. is a big business in China. Oh. Uh, well, of course, it, 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 it could be very ironic that uh, I heard, not, not in Hong Kong, but uh, from uh, artists in China, that uh, I heard a story that there is an artist, uh, he tried to escape from the city that he used to be uh, because he knew that there were so many undercover uh, 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 around his house. Mm-hmm. So before he left, uh, when he was packing his uh, luggage, then someone locked on the door, Ooh. and then there was uh, undercover police, and um, and the police bag uh, him oh not to leave God. because yeah. uh, if he leave, then they will lose their job. Oh, so that's what I meant that it is a big business in China. Oh, wow. Wow, that I did not know. So they pleaded with him not to leave so that they could keep their jobs and kind of keep the structure going. So therefore, artists do play <laughs> a role, a very important role in in the culture there because it might be a way of kind of pushing forward certain social issues or social concerns. Yeah, when you check uh, some of the famous artists like Ai Weiwei mm-hmm. on their uh, uh, Weibo or the uh, Twitter, sometimes Ai Weiwei play with this uh, undercover police, right? Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> uh, he just uh, put the camera in front of this police, and uh, well, of, of course, uh, he will have much more uh, fantastic story to tell. <laughs> yes, he he does. <laughs> uh, but then he does. Um, share some very important issues. I saw the exhibition he did in New York City um, a little over a year ago, and he was talking about, you know, refugee crisis, and it was just shoes everywhere of different sizes, of different people. I actually brought groups of people so that they could see that exhibition, and it was something to behold. It it made you pause. you realize that there's this real, you know, problem going around. And it's not just about immigration. It's about people trying to flee for their lives. And um, he's um, he's doing that. Um, and um, I just have to... Um, so continuing with that conversation about Ai Weiwei and just Chinese artists in general... You were kind of sharing with us how um, you might be able to push certain agendas forward. You were talking to me briefly about an artist who was trying to leave. Tell us about that again. Mm. Uh, the, the artist who was trying to leave uh, an area. Okay. 
So I heard some story about that too. Uh, it 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 was not in Hong Kong, but in mm-hmm. um, mainland China. That uh, there is a, um, a a guy who is trying to escape from the uh, undercover police. So he packed his luggage. Uh, he tried to escape silently, but uh, suddenly someone knocked on the door, and uh, when he opened the door, he found out that it was the undercover police. Wow. And uh, the police begged him not mm-hmm. to leave, because if he leave, then uh, all the police will lose their job. So that was what I meant about uh, it. It is a big business uh, to have all these undercover police uh, checking all the artists and uh, all uh, the uh, general public in 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 general. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you guys really could help the country in many ways move forward with your art to see that there's more to life than just. Um, managing people. Uh, there's so many areas where innovation and design and photography could actually help people so that you could solve a lot of uh, problems or challenges that people are dealing with day to day. It doesn't have to be this sort of battle over you know concepts and and ideas and that's what I'm seeing from a lot of this new contemporary art that you're trying to push you know life in a manner that could embrace Mm. more people and embrace you know solutions is is that one thing that you feel is you know you're trying to do or I should put it in other words that I th- I used to be um, more calm artist. I thought art don't have to be political. Right. Well, you just try to be an artist to be liberal, so so you do whatever you want. Uh, but at the end of the day, I realize why the Chinese artists or the so-called mainland Chinese artists were so political. Mm. It is just simply a reaction. When you you are being hit, mm. then you maybe you don't have to <coughs> fight back, but at least you try to block the fist. Right, right. right. So to block the fist is just a very simple reaction. Right. So an artist just use their work to react to the right. actual environment. So right. that is a very simple way to give an expression. All right. So do you see Chinese contemporary art evolving? more and more where people are expressing not just their craftsmanship but also the environment like you said or ideas that they feel might need to be explored even further to benefit the whole society Hmm. Um, I would say the uh, in different media the story could be different mm-hmm. uh, so in visual art we are more uh, free mm-hmm. because we are we, we are uh, not in the structure we are not in the system okay but <coughs> if you say something about the film industry well because my in my work I have worked with films mm-hmm. and paintings mm-hmm. so I try to know a bit about different industry. If you are talking about films, then it was much more under control. 
uh, it is written in the Chinese law that what to write or not to be written in the films. Really? Yeah. Some of them, it could be funny. Okay. Uh, you, you may say <laughs> it is funny. Like, um, you cannot have ghost story if it is a contemporary Chinese, uh, China. Really? Uh, yes, it is written in law. Uh, if you're making story of uh, modern China, then there must be no ghost. If there is ghost, then you must be daydreaming in the film. Wow. Uh, of course, but of course, it, it could be. Uh, uh, I, uh, it sounds like I'm making fun, but right, uh, right. this is about power. This is about mm. their political <coughs> concern because under communist rule, there should be no ghost. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm just trying to understand how does that relate, but okay. All right, there's yeah, a but, fear there. Yeah, well, of course, I'm trying to tell the funny part okay. of the of the story. But mm-hmm. uh, something like, um, no police should die in Chinese film. Really? Yeah, uh, it is written in law. So uh, that, that's what I meant, that um, if you are in film industry, there are um, thousands of rules that uh, you have to follow in uh, modern China. Wow. <clears throat> now, that's that's a lot. So it takes a lot for creative people in China to, to sh- share a story because you have so many hurdles to overcome in order to share what, you know, whatever message it is that you want to convey. So for you, you're finding this freedom because you stick with visual art, so therefore you can play with it a lot more, even though you have to be careful with, you know, how you um, state, you know, what you're doing, but there is more freedom. Yes, um, and I also witnessed some kind of uh, censorship too in China, like um, that police will go to shows uh, in exhibition, they check uh, if all the works are okay for their censorship, if they found anything which is not appropriate, they will tell you to take the painting off from from the wall. Wow. Mm. So, um, as in Hong Kong, we are trying to not to have this happen okay. in, in Hong Kong. Okay, so, uh, like sort of being an experiment, you know, a laboratory. So, therefore, if you could show that there's no reason for them to fear, it could actually grow. Yes. All right, that's fair. That's fair. And and not only is that fair, that's a possibility because you're sort of not on the mainland and there's a little bit of distance, so you're influenced by a lot of other people and cultures. And if they can see that there's no harm with what you're doing, then hopefully that will also afford other artists on the mainland more freedoms as well. Exactly. In the 80s, uh, Hong Kong was... Uh, uh, the pioneer of uh, China. Uh, we were still in the rule of uh, uh, British uh, colon- colonial government, but uh, we were decided to return, so-called return to China in the 80s. And um, for the Chinese government, even for Deng Xiaoping, uh, that, uh, who was the chair of the uh, Communist Party, that uh, he thought that Hong Kong should be the pioneer of the whole China in different ways, in uh, economical development, 
which is true until mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see the, uh, the uh, economical reform was so strong in China. Uh, and also, Hong Kong should act as a pioneer of um, a political reform too. But I would say it didn't happen uh, after the account, uh, economical reform was mm-hmm. done in mm-hmm. China mm-hmm. because it could uh, threaten the rule of the government uh, if uh, the uh, political or even the cultural reform start. Uh, so, uh, at the end of the day, Hong Kong cannot be the pioneer of a, a political or a cultural um, development or for the whole China. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, um, they try to make Hong Kong to become one of the uh, Chinese city rather than uh, a, a pioneer for the mm-hmm. uh, 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 cultural and uh, political side. Okay, but you're still pushing for it to be that, even though right now <clears throat> it's not, and they're afraid. You're still pushing for that possibility, so that way the whole Chinese culture can evolve, it can grow. Yes, but um, for many Hong Kong, we try to be more uh, realistic today okay. that okay. Um, we are not trying to pull the whole China right. into one direction, right. but uh, we right. are trying to protect Hong Kong from okay. uh, 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 be- being one of the, this big giant monster. Okay, mm. all right, all right. So, but still, in you're you're by doing that, trying to pull away and kind of ex- being allowed to experiment. It can be sort of like that uh, model that could evolve for the mainland. Because I see a lot of positive things happening. Your contemporary art scene, the talent is definitely there. I mean, you can see it in the brush strokes of your paintings and the details of, of the imagery that's in your paintings. The talent is definitely there. Now you're trying to blend that talent with a kind of thoughtful movement. And so I could see something really positive happening if you're allowed to experiment. In fact, I could see that across the globe. There's a lot of, you know, hubs around the world where artists are trying to break through. They're trying to be innovative. They're trying to shake up things a little bit to say, here are some possibilities. But if they're not given that chance, that space, that voice, we're stuck where we are. And I think people are ready now for that breakthrough, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Imagine if if you're a script writer mm-hmm. and uh, you are not allowed to write something about ghost right. or uh, a fallen policeman, like right. what I just said, then yeah. that's the limitation of your creativity. Yes, yes. So this is a real possibility. Well, you know, I really enjoyed our talk because I've learned so much about the scene. And so many of us in New York, in the United States, we never get a chance to really have in-depth conversations with artists from China or maybe even Central Asia to hear. That's why this whole Akau 
uh, week, which is turned into a couple of months, is so important because now we get a chance to learn, and it's not being spoon-fed to us. We get to hear your voice, your perspective, your understanding, and then that helps us to get along because politically, <laughs> we're not doing so well with China right now. There's a lot of fighting going on. No, I'll keep watching the news. Yes, but if we get to talk to people directly, that could possibly improve relationships because it's not just what somebody dictates, but it's from those personal contacts where we get to learn, appreciate, respect, and even support. So I just want to thank you so very much for coming on and joining us for our first show in our new studio. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> yes, and thank you so very, very much. So I just wanted to let our audience know that your show will be up at the Eli Klein Gallery, which is located at 398 West Street. That's right off the West Side Highway uh, in the West Village. And how long will the show be up? It will last for um, uh, more than a month. More than a month until mm. mid-October? Mm. Okay, till mid-October. Highly, highly recommend uh, that people go. It's not that far to get to from West 4th Street and um, a short little walk, and they get to see your works, and they're really quite beautiful. So I just want to thank you again so much for joining us. Thank you so much. All right. So this ends our broadcast. We will be up on Brick Radio as well as other platforms, iTunes, Radio Public, uh, CastBox, MixCloud, SoundCloud, and others. So thank you so much, and we will... Come back to you next week with another great program.